Hi ladies, Anna Sophie here and welcome to the PCOS Trainer Podcast. We're going to talk about all things PCOS, fitness, how to achieve root cause resolution and how you can lose fat without cutting out gluten, without cutting out dairy and really optimizing your body through strength-based workouts. So keep on listening. I'm excited to share this episode with you. Like, I just wanted to get into something. And then we got in contact. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, the whole coincidence of everything, the way it happened was just, yeah. it was so good. Because you knew, I was in a very bad headspace. Mm-hmm. My mental health wasn't the greatest. And the way I saw myself wasn't that great. I only, had, I had very few positives in my life at that point mm-hmm. until I started, you know, Thrive for Life program. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, oh, it was so I'll never forget how hard it was in the beginning. Yeah. The beginning was so difficult. <laughs> Share a little bit more about that. Like what specifically were you struggling with? What led you to getting to that point in the first place? So for me, my mental health was all around just, just the way I was treated in the past. I've been called fat a lot of my life since like primary school age. I remember kids pointing at my arms going, oh, you're fat. Look at your fat arms. I'd be like, I have fat arms and that point at my stomach going, oh, you're chubby here. And I'm like, I'm chubby on my stomach. And I remember growing up just with that whole mindset of, oh my gosh, I have all these insecurities. People keep pointing out to me and it just it built up throughout my life. And then I got bullied a lot in high school because I was the weird nerdy kid who <laughs> liked playing Sims in their free time. And I liked doing my own thing. I didn't really like to, I didn't want to be in a big group of people. I liked doing my own thing and that was fine but I'd get called so many nasty names and gone to a few bad relate. Well, gotten to really a bad relationship and that didn't help the situation either. And it just all kind of built up eh? like mm-hmm. everything just got to be too heavy on my mental health that I just couldn't handle it anymore. And my result was eating. And I just, I remember my main snack every day after work, if I, especially if I had a really rough day at work, I'd come home with a pack of Oreo ice blocks with a pack of Sour Patch Kids, a bag of copper kettle chips. And I remember eating the whole lot on my own. I'd eat like two ice blocks at least with the whole bag of chips, the whole bag of lollies. And quite often I'd get like even a bit of chocolate, I'd eat some of that in between. And I just, I'll never forget how much I ate and how disgusting I felt in myself afterwards. That's probably the worst part. I thought the food was helping me in my mind. And then I'd eat it. I'd feel so disgusting. I'm like, I can't do this again. And I'll do it again every day. Yeah. It you was yourself you stop, but it's, it's almost like an addiction, the cycle that you get into. It is, especially like the sugar. I like you crave that sugar. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I really got, like when I get into my worst mindsets, the thing I crave most is sugar. I just want the chocolate. I want the lollies. I'm like, give me any of that. I never thought of like fruit back then. Back yeah. then, like if I thought of like natural sugars, I went, I went, oh no, that's not proper. No, I, I need the lollies. Like I don't want an apple yeah, to like. Lollies have, have such like a condensed strength to it, right? It's like a dopamine hit yeah. to your brain. And it's so interesting in working with you, working with a lot of women that have emotionally eaten because it's, first off, it's something I think a lot of us experience and it's not often talked about. So I think it's amazing that you're sharing your story because so many women connect to it, but realizing it's, it's not that we're even addicted to the food. It's that we're using the food to numb things out, to cope with emotion. It's kind of 
this thing that we think will make us feel better temporarily because it satisfies this primordial urge in us to, you know, eat to survive. But that comfort is is very short lived in the moment, and you end up feeling worse after, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. When I ate the food, I felt great. I was like, oh, this is fantastic! Like, get these sour patch kids into me! Like, this is fantastic. And then, like I said, when I finished, I felt bloated and disgusted. I felt so heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never forget, like, because after we got in contact, I, I was lying in bed one night and I was thinking about, I was like, I was like, do I want to do this? Like, will I be motivated enough to do this? Because I know this kind of thing takes a lot of motivation. My sister's gone through an amazing weight loss journey as well. So I'm like, well, not weight loss, but like, she's gone through a lot of stuff herself mm-hmm. and getting into that mindset of, I can do this. I can focus on this and I will do this. I know it can be very difficult. So I was lying in bed thinking, oh, I don't know if I can handle it. I didn't know if I'd be able to do it myself. But then I looked at my stomach and I saw stretch marks all up my stomach. And I was thinking, I don't want to be like this anymore. Like, I'm so over this. I want to feel positive about myself and the way I look and, you know, be proud of myself. Because it's a feeling I hadn't felt, I dare to say, in a, like probably since primary school, really. Yeah. Like the last time, you know, before people started giving you those negative emotions and negative thoughts about yourself, that's probably the last time I felt like I was proud. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, now we need to do this. I need to get into this. And that was really what and just pushed me to do it was just looking at myself and thinking about like, you know, my past experiences and just going, what do I want for myself? Yeah. You know, like one of those selfish moments, like I want this for myself. I don't care what anyone else says. This is what I want to do for me. And I'll never regret it. Like, like I will, I'll say it once. I always say it. Thrive Life is the best decision I've ever made in my life. It's yeah. just how it is. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna cry. How much weight, if you share with everyone, how much weight total did you lose with Thrive for Life up until now? Oh, I started at, well, the heaviest was 98, and now I weigh 64 to 65. So, well over 30 kg, if I'm thinking correctly, if my math's right. Yeah, it's huge. I've lost a few pounds. Yeah. yeah. For our listeners that are in the States using pounds, it's over 60. And I love sharing your transformation, Jody, because a lot of people are just like you and your shoes thinking, this is this even possible for me? Maybe I'm doomed to be like this forever. And they are just waiting for that moment like you had laying down thinking, can I do this? And realizing to yourself that anything is possible if you really believe in and commit yourself to it. Oh, yeah. And like I said, like when we first got started, I, I won't forget you saying like, keep in mind when you first get started, I know you're going to be determined to do it, but you will most likely hit a point where you're going to have a thought and you're going to be like, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. And I won't forget that because I remember doing it and I'm like every day going, I'm not going to let this, uh, this emotion hit me. <laughs> I remember when it did and yeah. I looked at myself, I'm like, no, I'm making amazing progress. I'm loving the way I'm looking right now. I'm loving seeing the scale drop. I'm loving seeing this transformation. And I just kept going. I only ever had that thought when we started really once, maybe twice. I think the only time I really fell into that negative was like if I had a bad day at work, for example, let's say like I'd go come home from work. Let's say I had an argument with my boss or something like that. Or, you know, like, or it's like, maybe I didn't get along with a coworker that day. I'd come home and be like, oh my gosh, I can't handle this. Where are the lollies? And I'd go, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> every now and then I will admit I hit, I did eat a lolly every now and then, but you know, we're all human and yeah, I stuck to it, and that's the important thing, isn't it? Keep and going. I keep there were a few periods in there where you fell off a little bit, but yeah. The, and, and why it's so important to highlight that is 
is that people always get into that mindset of I have to be perfect or screw it, right? But yeah. you're living proof that you had those times you fell off where you doubted yourself, or maybe you ate the lollies and, and you fell back into your old habit, but you kept showing up for yourself. You kept showing up day in and day out. And it became this part of your lifestyle where now you don't even think about it much, right? It's just how you live. Yeah. And it was like the, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was off. I can't think of the word, but when I was like eating the lollies and stuff like that, like the next day, I'm not gonna lie, when after I did it, I felt bad, but then I remember messaging you and it was the whole thing of I could message you about it. And you were you're just so understanding and you're like, look, it happens to everybody and just keep going. And I remember just having that support from you. And I was just like, I just felt so much better because I knew I could tell you. Like it wasn't like a with I can imagine with some people you message or like if certain coaches, I don't know if there are many like that, but you'd tell them and be like, oh no, that's not okay. Like, oh, how could you do that? Where I could message you and I would instantly be like, you would instantly tell me, you're okay. Don't stress about it. It happens. Keep yeah. moving on. We'll keep moving forward. And it was just so positive. I yeah. loved the positivity of it. And did it, I never felt bad about it afterwards because I knew I could message you and be like, look, I fell off a bit, but I will get back onto it. And you also knew I was going to get back to it. Absolutely. And the thing, thing. Too, a lot of people don't realize is that that guilt from overeating is what often triggers the cycle to continue happening. So one of the first things that I like to work on is awareness of why it happens, which we tapped into, but also understanding how we can eliminate guilt. And the best way to eliminate that guilt is by realizing that every mess up you have, whether it's in your fitness journey, whether it's in your eating, if it's anything in life, when you have a mess up, it is the best teacher for you. It's your learning opportunity. And without those slip ups, without those challenges, without failing, we're not going to know how to overcome it. You're not going to develop the skill to be where you are now. And I think so many people overlook that and think it's think that those mess ups are evidence of failure. When in reality, I often think that the, the mess ups are the necessary step to get to where you're going. Well, they, I, like I said, you need to fall down to pretty much get back up again, don't you? And it's, it's just so important. Just keep trying, isn't it? Just keep going, keep doing your best because that's all you can do. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit before thrive for life. Did you try to stop the emotional eating on your own? Did you try anything of fitness on your own? Oh, I did. My sister convinced me to go to the gym a few times. And I, <laughs> I did to say the looks I gave her, those looks could have killed somebody back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I was not interested in the gym. She would just go like, come on, let's go for a walk. And I'm like, no, I want to lie in bed and watch TV. I don't want to go for a walk. She'd be like, all right, let's go to the gym. And I'm like, look at the time. She liked going in the evening. I looked up and be like five, six o'clock. I'm like, no, I want to eat dinner. I don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> so it was, you're crazy. Like, I'd get all of these offers. I'd be like, nope. I tried like um, Jenny Craig and don't get me wrong. It worked for a while, but for me, it wasn't maintainable. So I lost a bit of weight through them. And then I gained it all back because I couldn't maintain it myself. Yeah. And um, then like, you know, they have all those other diets out there that they recommend to you. Like, like eating like all natural. So I tried doing that for a while, like mm -hmm. lasted about a week. I can admit that. <laughs> it didn't last very long. I gave up. I was like, no, with chips, this sucks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like the juice cleanse or whatever. I tried that out for a day to see how like I would feel if I tried that. And mm -hmm. I felt awful. I felt so like hungry and 
yeah. and didn't hit anything. I just felt so bad. I was like, no, this doesn't work either. So like the way that you run Thrive for Life with the like calorie thing, that was the thing that like made it easy because I could actually pick what I ate. Yeah. Like every yeah. other diet, you don't get a choice. It sucks. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I want to be able to choose what I eat every day. Yeah. It's a huge thing. And I know we've talked a lot throughout Thrive for Life as well is, you know, sure, these other programs where they give you the strict meals or they ship you the meals or maybe they give you these strict juice cleanses. Sure, you might lose some weight the first couple of weeks. And that's that instant gratification people want. But you can't actually keep the weight off because you can't eat like that forever. You get sick of it. Or it doesn't actually teach you how to sustain on your own. If you're counting points, if you're counting these weird numbers that are arbitrarily made up, what happens when you're not counting those, right? Versus in Thrive for Life where no food is off limits. You can still have some lollies from time to time. You can still go out to eat. You can still go out with your family. But we understand the right calories, the right portions for your body. And then we fit those foods in the right proportions for you. So you can actually eat your dream diet. And I talk a lot about building your dream diet because that's essentially what you've done. Jody. you post amazing food all the time. You love all the food you eat, your creamy oats, all the things you're sharing. You've you learned nutrition and you've learned how to make the foods you love in the right portions where you don't even feel like you're on a diet anymore. Oh yeah. Well, like, even recently, like <laughs> I would have never made this before I started back life, but I found a recipe for this chickpea curry. Yum. this chickpea coconut curry and I made that and I had it with some like pita bread and stuff like that and they, you can use it with rice or whatever and I ate it I was like I would have never eaten this before and I ate it and I'm like I'm never going back like I'm gonna be making this for all my lunches now this is great yeah, forever more and, like, and it's like it's actually cheap enough like you can actually find like cheap easy meals mm-hmm. that taste delicious like you said my creamy oats is yogurt oats maybe a bit of water and berries and protein that's it it's the simplest recipe ever and it tastes fantastic and I eat it every morning. <laughs> and it is delicious. And, and I love that you said too, you know, a lot of people make excuses. It's too expensive to eat healthy, but it's not when you understand what's in your food. And oftentimes the simple ingredients like oats or rice or, or even just chicken breasts on special, you know, you can get the healthiest food for very inexpensive. And a lot of times it's really just our excuses that are holding us back. Yeah. Well, like even um, like me and my partner, like my partner eats very similar to me now. Like ever since I've done this, it's inspired him and he started losing weight. Like he yeah. does this like calorie counting stuff like that as well. And he's looking into a coach. Um, and we like go through like the groceries are like, all right, what are we going to eat this week? Most of, of the time for us, it's chicken because that's just our favorite thing to go to. We're like, what are we going to put this chicken with? And we come up like, oh, let's do wraps tonight. And then let's do a curry another day. Or let's do chicken and rice well oh yep I've got a late night that day let's get something easy maybe we'll get some like skit like canned spaghetti and we'll make up for it like with the rest of our food and make it work in our macros and everything you know yeah like you can really make anything work it's just you have to look into it and make sure that you're going okay this is what I want to do let's make this work throughout the week and just do the research and just right Yeah, it's the key. You plan ahead for your week. You know when you're going to be busy, you know, when things come up and you plan around it, you have a game plan and it doesn't always go to plan, but you have at least a strategy there and you go with it. And and another thing as well is that you have some discipline. People will plan their meals and then they won't actually follow it. You actually have to follow through with it as well, which I think you do such a wonderful job of doing. Oh gosh, yeah. I'll never forget the one day. It was, oh no, it's not one day. I've actually had two days, but I did not plan ahead. 
And I will never forget it because I ended up running to the supermarket, grabbing like a few protein bars. I'm like, I need something with protein. Protein bars, that's my lunch. I was like, where's some fruit? Yep, that'll do. And I just went to like work or whatever I had that day. And I was like, I got like a protein yogurt, a protein bar, and an apple. I'm like, this works. And I actually posted on my Instagram. It was ages ago now. It's off there now, but I was just like, I messed up. <laughs> Never again. And now I always try and plan. Jody, something else I'd like to do is how much you share your journey. And that's something I've noticed that is among all the women that are the most successful in our program are the ones that really share and build this community because now you have this support system and this accountability around you that really like holds you accountable to achieving these goals you've set. Oh gosh, yeah. Now I love posting about it because I can also, I've actually had like old high school friends ask me about like my weight loss journey and all that. And I'm, I'll never like not say why I've done it. Like I'm very open and honest. Like yeah. Like I won't, I'm not ashamed that I was 98 kg, you know, I'm not ashamed of that. Cause it's part of who I am now. It's part of my journey. And I'm just so proud to look back on it and be like, yeah, I was there, but now I'm in such a better place now. Yeah. And it shows your character as well, how disciplined you are, how dedicated you are, the work that you've put in. And it's something you should be so proud of. Oh, I am. Yeah. Now, so, I will, no, can I say like, I will, I will never forget when I first started doing this, I told people I couldn't be proud of myself yet. I remember because I had a target in my mind and they were like, are you proud of yourself? And I'd go, I would always tell them I'm waiting until I get to this point and then I'll be proud of myself. And I'm pretty sure back then that goal was to start getting a bit of definition and to lose a bit of weight. Like I wanted to get to 80 kg at least until I started saying I am proud of myself because I was like, I was only at 98, you know, like I could have easily flipped back again pretty quick. I knew once I got to 80 kg at that point, I would have lost nearly 20 kg. And I was like, this is how I know I'm determined to do this is because I've made it to this milestone. So I told you, I'm not going to say I'm proud of myself till I lose a specific amount. (laughs) And I did. And then I was going, I'm so proud of myself. Like, look how much weight I've lost. Yeah. Look at you now, you have abs. Yeah. (laughs) You're almost unrecognizable. When I see old pictures, I'm like, is that really Jody? Holy crap. I've even forgotten just because I see you and all your chickens each week. And I think she looks nothing like that first picture. Like, holy crap. Oh yeah, no, I don't anymore. <laughs> I showed um, some of my family and they just went, that wasn't you. And I was like, yes, it was. They go, no, it wasn't. And I go, yes, it was. And back then they're going, oh, you look so nice, Jody. And I went up and said, you guys lied to me. Look how I <laughs> Oh, they were lying. They're, they're, they're being nice. I know they were, but I'm like, no, I see this. <laughs> so I want you to walk us through what was it like when you knew the coaching was working, when you saw it working for you, what was it like for you? What were those? Oh, it was exciting. Yeah, it was so exciting. When I started seeing the scales that go down, because when we first started, since we had to like adjust my body, my scale, the scale went up a slight bit. And I was like, oh my gosh, wait, is this working? Like, like I was freaking out and you told me, don't worry. It's fine. Sometimes that happens with weight. It's just getting adjusted. It will start to go down. I was like, okay. And then I was like probably three weeks and my waist started going down and it went down quite quick. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's going down. What's going on? <laughs> I was so excited. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, it's kind of like an adrenaline rush, eh? Like just seeing it happening. And then every week you get so excited, like, like, oh, let's see what we've lost. Let's see the progress now and all that. Like 
don't get me wrong, scales aren't everything. But back when I first started, to me, the scales were everything. So seeing that scale drop was like the starting point for me and going, oh my gosh, it's actually working. And I was getting really, really excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's evidence too that the hard work you're putting in is, is really paying off. Did you start noticing differences in your clothes? Tell me a little about that. Oh, yes. So when, um, so at that point I was wearing like 14, 16 size clothes and I won't, and when we were going down, I remember we we're about to go out somewhere and I had to go get a new outfit because none of my clothes fit me at that point. I was wearing like my 14s and they were quite baggy and I was trying on some size 12s and I was like, wait a minute, this isn't quite fitting me right. And we went on to like trying on a size 10 and I was like, mom, I fit a size 10 and she goes, you do? And I go, yeah, I fit a size 10. I'd never fit a size 10 in my life. I remember going like, I went from like child size to like a size 12. I don't really remember a portion in between. I just went from one weight to, all right, now I'm a size 12. And I was always a size 12 until I started gaining my weight. So all of a sudden just saying, oh, I'm now a size 10. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a size 10. Look at this. I won't forget going for our shopping spree that day. We're like, okay, we need new shirts. We need some new pants. Okay, I need new some new dresses now. Throw away a bunch of my old clothes. Yeah. This is like, I'm never going back to this. I was like, get rid of these. It's almost like a side effect of of the weight loss. It's like, sorry, I have to buy a new wardrobe, but also maybe it's a good thing you get to buy a new wardrobe. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was just so exciting. eh? Like I got to wear clothes I had never worn in my life. Like when I was bigger, for example, something I could never wear was a turtleneck. Mm-hmm. I hated the idea of something covering my neck because I was so insecure about the rest of my body. I'm like, I'm going to look like I have a double chin in this. I have like too big of a body to wear, rock something like this. This is just me personally, of course. And then when I lost enough weight, I tried on a turtleneck and I went, oh my gosh, this looks kind of cute on me. Yeah. So now I have like a few turtlenecks in the wardrobe and like mm-hmm. even some different kinds of dresses. Cause back then to me, my best feature I guess you could say when I was my heaviest was my boobs mm-hmm. so you said really big boobs back then so yeah. I was like all right this is my best feature we got to show these off and now I can wear stuff that like covers it up and I feel so confident like I don't feel the need to like have to wear something like low v or anything like that or with those specific things that I thought looked good on me I feel like I could really wear anything and I can make it look good on myself yeah yeah that's amazing. And it's just amazing because it really translates to the confidence that you've built and how this journey is. It's not just about the external. It's not just about the skill or your overall health even, or your mental health, but it's really that confidence that you've built and how that it plays out in everything you do from your poll to your school. I know you had a complete like career change, right? You left your job and you went back to school and, and now you're going to start this new career, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, like I never thought I'd be in the situation I am in now. You know, my partner asked me, it was actually last night. He went, two years ago if you could tell yourself that you're going to be in this point what would you what do you think you would have said back and I said I would have said bullshit (laughs) straight up bullshit I was like no back then I would have never thought I'd be at this point I used to say like I have um, undercover abs back in the day I say I have (laughs) undercover abs they'll show up when I'm dead because that's Uh when I'll start losing some weight you know like that's what I always used to tell people yeah and now I'm looking at it and I'm like I'm like, oh my gosh, I just never thought I'd be at this point. Now we see your abs and all your selfies. And I'm like, wow, Jody. <laughs> I know they're not on the cover anymore. They're no. on the world today. 
the round full of spit. I love that. Yeah. So let's walk through that and, and share with everyone listening. What is your life like now that you've solved this? Now that you've lost over 60 pounds, now that you've achieved everything and more than what you wanted, what is life like for you? Oh, I have like a new confidence that I've never had it before in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always feel comfortable going out anywhere. Like I used to be so insecure, like wearing togs and bikinis and things like that. Now I can rock it and I feel so confident about myself. And like even going to like my pole dancing classes, like you said, so I've been doing pole. I was doing pole now for three years, getting on to three years now. And I'd go in and I used to try and wear like the crop tops and the booty shorts. And I'd feel a bit uncomfortable with like my stomach. Yeah. I'd still try and go and wear it, but I wouldn't feel fully comfortable. Where now I go in there rocking like, <laughs> like just a pretty nearly like a bra and like booty yeah. shorts. I'm like, ah, oh, let's do this. I'm ready. And yeah. like that. And I even walk out of there, just like chuck a t-shirt on over top. I'm still wearing my booty shorts, just walking around town. And <laughs> I don't even care. I'm so proud of how I look. I, yeah. I don't let anything face me anymore mm-hmm. and it's brought like a whole new like what's the word I'm looking for I just feel proud of proud of myself you know mm-hmm. that's something like I like I never really felt I never felt fully proud of who I am and who I was mm-hmm. and now I look at myself and I can actually look at myself in the mirror and go you know what I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of my body I'm proud of the person I am because mm-hmm. that's something I, I never thought I would have Yeah. And it comes from being able to prove to yourself that you can do the hard things, that you can do anything you put your mind to. And when you just believe, when you had that moment laying down, you said, I'm going to do this and you actually proved it. That's where the real confidence comes from. It comes from proving to yourself that you really can accomplish your goals and your dreams. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like one thing I always, like I say, like people come up to me and say, I want to lose weight. And they're like, I'm going to try this diet, that diet, whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, but do you feel proud of the person? Like who you're going to become? Like, can you look at yourself in the mirror now and be proud of who you see? Cause if you're not, then go nuts and do whatever things you want to do. Mm-hmm. I always recommend people do thrive for life. Or if they want to get started, start off with calorie counting and look into like thrive for life or any kind of program that can get them to the point where they will be proud. Yeah. That's the way I always tell people that like, you're not doing this to lose weight. Like people tell me weight on the scale. I'm like, yeah. now that I've done it for so long, I'm like, you're not <laughs> looking at the weight now. You, you want to look at the person reflecting back at you and go, I'm proud of who I see. Yeah. And that's the scale won't happen. tell you that you only, you can do that with yourself. Yeah. So true, Jody, And you put that so perfectly. And, and that's why what we do in Thrive for Life is not just the weight loss. It's really the mindset component as well, because you sure you can achieve that weight on the scale, but you know how many women I've talked to that say, oh, I, I used to weigh less when I was in high school, but I still wasn't happy, right? The, the number that doesn't bring you happiness. Yes, it can help if you achieve the goals you set, but it's the fact that we've developed that confidence and that mindset shift inside. That's what actually allows you to keep the weight off as well. Because if you're only focused on the number and you're still the same person, you're going to likely go back to that same place because you haven't changed your mindset, your thought patterns, your habits, and your behaviors. Oh yeah. Well, like I remember going out for like dinner, like with my partner one night, we got, we went out to a place called Deluxe Diner. Highly recommend it. Tastes great. <laughs> I went out there and I had a burger, I had curly fries and I had a milkshake and I had no shame. I was like, this is great. And I came home and I had check-in the next day. I completely forgot. I woke up in the morning. I'm like, oh no, I got check-in. <laughs> and I hopped on the scales and I was like, oh, well. and I looked in the mirror. I'm like, yeah, no, I still look fine. And I still was quite happy, like going out, you know? Like, yeah. 
because like, now you know how to fit that kind of thing into your life, right? You you have a well-balanced lifestyle, but if you do want to go up the burger and the shake and the curly fries, it's not off limits. And you know how to fit that in where you still achieve this goal. You still have abs and you still have maintained your weight loss. Oh yeah. Like doing this has not like affected any part of like my life you know if anything it's giving me a whole new perspective of how I see myself and how I see food and like like what do I want to eat today you know like I appreciate it like back then I didn't appreciate when I got like the South Patch Kids and the chips and the ice cream I didn't give a damn because I had it every day when now I'll buy like if I buy like some chips or some South Patch Kids or something and I eat a few of them I go oh my gosh it tastes so much better than what it used to and you just appreciate it more Mm-hmm. but then you also find foods that you love that you wouldn't necessarily think you would love but you start eating you're like actually this is fantastic why didn't I ever do this before like you just get a whole new mindset and you meet so many people and you mm-hmm. find so many different like ways to eat better yeah. like my sister showed me like quite a few Instagrammers who I follow and I try and make some of their recipes and they're fantastic yeah that's your food can be delicious actually I honestly think sometimes it's even better because you're paying attention you're cooking it well you're not just getting something that's covered in sugar and oils that is from the store that all tastes the same but you get to use all the flavors and and really make it uniquely what you want and what you love in your diet yeah and it's like you're putting in the effort and you know you're putting the love and the care into the food (laughs) I love that Yeah. Mm. So I can taste so much better. There is, I think there is like some love when you cook. Like, you know, I always like to cook for my partner. I'm like, I made this with love. I think he can taste it. At least that's what I tell myself. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it tastes like I'm the same with my partner too. So I want to ask you then, if you could tell someone that's maybe listening to this, maybe they've considered joining Thrive for Life, they're not sure, what would you tell someone that's about to sign up or wants to sign up and just doesn't know enough about the program yet? I would say talk to you about it, like, because honestly, like every time, like every, every doubt I ever had, anytime I needed something, I could always message you about it and just be like, hey, I just want to check up on this. And you were always there and you were always happy to do it. Yeah. And it was always amazing. And I would also say like, look into the, um, the Instagram account as well and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like look at the progress because you can see from how many different people this has affected that it works. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm living proof that it works, you know? Yeah. Like and I always like, tell people to reach out to Jody. Like Jody will tell you her experience. She will vouch for this program. You are like a walking testimonial for us because you live and breathe the Thrive for Life lifestyle. Oh yeah. And I'm never going to go back. I love just, <laughs> I love the way the person that this program has made me, you know, cause it's not even just like, you said, it's not just about the weight loss. Like I am a whole new person because of it. And oh. yeah, I couldn't be happier with the way things have turned out. So yeah, I would just tell people, talk to you, do the research, look into it, talk to some of the people on there. Cause I'm sure there'll be plenty of girls. Like if um, they're tagged in the pictures or anything like that, if they're happy to show themselves, if you message them, I'm sure a lot of the girls would respond to anyone because it's just such a great community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's been so beautiful too, just getting to know you, watching you grow. I always say it's it's just as amazing as your transformation, me getting to work with you, me getting to see you transform. That's what I live for. Like, I really believe I've been put on this planet to to help women just like you and and being able to see it happen is just like 
the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm going to start crying just hearing yeah. yourself as well. Um, and I think that you sharing your story today is, is really going to impact women because there's a lot of women that they're in your shoes. They were you, Jody. They, they're sitting on the couch, maybe eating those Sour Patch Kids and they want to change, but they just don't believe in themselves yet. And when you can see someone else who's walking proof that's been through the same struggles, been on the same journey, explain how they did it, explain that it's possible, you're giving them hope. And that is the first step to creating change. Oh, yeah. But like, like I said, I'm just, I'm so happy that like you reached like, because I'm pretty sure like, I don't quite remember how we got in contact. Mm-hmm. I think we, let's just say like, we just reached out to each other, right? And oh, I just, I can't, re- I don't regret it. I'm so happy with how everything turned out. I actually had someone ask me one time, like, oh, who else would you go to except for Anna? And I'm like, I can't go to anyone else but Anna. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that. I'm like, I don't know how I would survive. Yeah. And it's just a very unique, different approach that we do. You know, we don't just send a plan. We don't just give you a program. It's very interconnected. And we work so closely together to overcome those barriers that stopped you from getting the result in the first place. And that's what has created that true change for you. Yeah. Well, like, I don't want to go onto a plan really that, restricts my food because I was always a person that if you restricted my food and you told me what I had to eat I'd get bored of it yeah I don't want to eat the same food every day that's just not me personally other people out there are good with it and that's awesome and things like that but that's not me I don't want to have to eat the same food every day I want to be able to choose what foods I eat I want to be able to choose if I want my creamy oats that morning or oh maybe I want something different maybe I'm going to make some like, let's say I want to have pancakes that day for breakfast, you know, I want to be able to switch it. Or I was like, I want to change my main meals or change my snacks every now and then and just, you know, enjoy my life and enjoy what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on a plan. And the way that like Thrive for Life is set up and the way that you've set everything up means I can have that variety. I can pick what I eat. Yeah. Yeah. When I first started, I remember yeah. texting you like, where's my program? Like, where's like the food I meant to eat? I remember <laughs> asking you and you guys like wrote me up. I don't know if you guys do this for many people, but I remember you guys wrote me up like this rough plan and said, start with this then. And they said, start up with this. You can do this for a week or two, do it for as long as you're comfortable and then move on to what you want to eat. But mm-hmm. this is a good starting point. And I remember eating like the foods and I was, after a week, I was like, yeah, I'm bored. Let's get, let's get to this. I want to make my own foods now. <laughs> but it was so good. Like having that starting point, I will admit it was fantastic, but I'm like, no, nah, I now need to eat my own food. <laughs> now I'm not going to be restricted. So let's, let's close out then with, if you could give anyone that's new one tip on what to do to start a journey like you, what would it be? I'd say, well, I think one good thing is like having great support. So like, you know, like I said, communicating with you with it and all that. And like, I say, take the photos, like take your progress pictures. Cause I remember when I started there a few days, I actually skipped progress photos because I wasn't happy with how I looked because I was still very big and I wasn't happy with how I looked. And now I look back, I'm like, I wish I took every single picture. I now take every picture yeah. every single week. Yeah. Stick with the pictures, stick with like measuring yourself and all that because you see the results and it is so awesome to look at. And especially when you get to like the point I'm at, for example, and I can look back at it, I see my pictures, I go, oh my God, I can't even recognize that person yeah. anymore. Yeah. And it's insane. And and when I make this post, I'll make sure I put a before and after with it as well um, and show Jody how you looked in the past compared to now, because 
it's unrecognizable. And I think the pictures are the proof. The proof is in the pudding, right? There's nothing can explain your journey as much as looking at these pictures. So when I post this, I'll make sure I upload those as well. Um, and Jody, I want you to share with everyone's listening, where can we find you if we want to check you out, reach out to you? What's your Instagram? So my Instagram is Jode's Journey. You, there is another account that says like Jody Undash O'Neill. That was a hacked one. So do not touch that one. <laughs> um I'm mostly just on Instagram mm -hmm. but um if you ever message me on there feel free to message if you ever like in the area that I'm in send me a message if you want to go for a hike let me know like like yeah. honestly I'm always keen to meet and talk to some new people so anyone ever wants to reach out who wants to get started on the journey and just needs advice yeah message me on Instagram <laughs> really is the best way to get to me Amazing. Thank you so much for doing this podcast with us, Jody. I think your story is just so transformational. Anyone that wants another fitness friend or someone else in the community, you can follow her. I'll also link her profile with this podcast. Um, and I just want to say that, you know, if Jody can do it, you can do. And it really, anything is possible when you believe in yourself and you put in the work. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for coming, Jody. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.